Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm trying to start if you let me do the thing with the people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Mixed Tag Show with... I don't want to do this anymore. And <laughs> Before we start, I know we're, we're starting very lighthearted. Um, before we start anything, discuss our weekend like that, I do want to take a moment of silence for a wrestler that passed away. I don't know if you remember Kamala. I do. Like, that was one of the characters that was, like, very scary to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I wanna just take you know a quick brief moment and remember this and do a moment of silence for Kamala. Thank you. How was your week? Did I do anything special? No, I you guess didn't I... off. All right, so how do you know I don't I didn't do something special? Because you would have put anyway. it up on your social already. Did I put anything on my social? No, no you didn't. <laughs> my week was my week was good. You know, watch little sports. You know, shout out to the Blazers. I'm very nice. happy for Dame Lillard and CJ, and especially my guy Mello. I've been a Mello. Our fan guy Mello. Our guy Mello. Um, been a fan of his since he came into the league. So you know, and exactly. people. Been, shitting on him for all these years saying he can't do it but he just never had a team like he has now so uh, not to, to you know make this a basketball podcast but you know that was essentially more so my week i guess how was yours uh very busy very tiring like i'm like working basically three different jobs <laughs> a day in this very very long days and uh yeah i'm trying to learn how to like yeah manage everything yeah like in terms of like all of this and then, you know, I'm trying to help him drop this other series. So I've been working hard on that. But yeah, like you said, I've been watching basketball. Booked and busy, back. I mean. I, lo- I love that basketball is back. Um, Baseball, too. I can't do it. <laughs> so I'm long. enjoying it, especially, especially when the Yankees are killing it. I love it. But I let's not... Again, again, like, but no, I just want to say, y'all owe Melo apologies. Because you, you, mother lovers, were saying that he was done. We can crush all, on the show. Let it out. Go ahead, say it. No, I'm trying to be better. I got, a kid on the, I got a baby on the way. That's fine. Your kid is not, he's not here right here to hear it. So go ahead, do it. You mother lovers, fuckers, that try to tell me Melo was washed, and I didn't believe you, and glad I didn't believe you. Y'all never put him in the right system, and then y'all try to push him out the, the, the league. Oh, my fucking apology, fuckers. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see how they be do, they be doing they be doing like they forgot. That was one of the greatest. Friend. That's, that's it. Every, every you know, he could have been a, definitely asset to the league. Anyway, but again, this yeah, is not a basketball yeah. sports podcast. Let's get into the show. I mean, yeah, into the show, into the week. Um, what stood out for you? Uh, retribution. Let's let's start with that. Like, what's going on? Like, I still don't understand what it is. Like I see them on Raw and SmackDown. There's more of them on SmackDown. Like what is like I didn't get it. A lot of people I would be I mean, I don't know, they're coming in kinda like they remind me of the shield, except for like you see more pe- more members, you see women involved. But it's the same it's the same concept of like interrupting matches and causing havoc. Only thing is now instead of just doing just ruining matches, it's them destroying property and you have women involved which I was reading a lot of people and you know because you're trying to figure out who it possibly be and I think I've read somewhere that they're changing the members but you know until they actually reveal who they are just so people don't get an idea because I remember I think was it last week or something people were saying oh it looks like Vanessa Bourne based off their hair because it was curly right and this week so I was reading a lot of people were saying Ember Moon and Carmella and if you look, right, I think on SmackDown specifically, I saw a woman of color, like a black woman, that looks kind of like 
it would would seem like Ember's uh, body type, and then also for Carmella mm-hmm. too. But her hair would have been darker, so I don't know. Um, well, we see. Well, we've noticed that. If I don't know if you noticed, but Ember Moon changed her hair. She right. shaved the side of her head, so they're probably right. doing some some changes so to their hair and close, stuff like she's that. Close. Yeah, maybe she's closer, and then I don't know with Carmel. Like this is all speculation. I'm not. I'm not saying that right. this is what what I've it told is. You, but it looks. I've, it I've heard it some looks like well. a body type. I've, I've heard some names as well. I don't want to put it out there because it's kind of close to the situation. But we don't know because cannot think. I mean, I looked at them like, yo, right, who's everybody that's under five seven? Because at one point they were all very short and around the same height. So I'm yeah. like, all right. And then this week we see different heights. I'm like, all right. So y'all just really changing people up now. Yeah, I think that's actually kind of cool because it just seems like in wrestling nowadays, everything gets spoiled and, and you know, there's rumors that get leaked and this and that and the third. So I think it's kind of cool that they're switching up and we really have no idea who's going to be in it. If, um, I think I know one person. Okay. Tommaso Ciampa. See, but the thing is, which I, I, I like that idea, but remember he said back in the day, he, although like this year has been very crazy and different for all of us, but he did say he'd rather be on NXT and not the main roster because of traveling. So obviously they're not traveling, but still what, like, let's say by this thing gets up and running late, like fall or whatever. And then next year things start to, you know, get better in regards to COVID and traveling is allowed again. You know what I mean? So well, I, he, well, he doesn't sign know. the checks. He just got to go where they tell him to go. <laughs> but he also said, had he went to the main roster, he would have retired. So he also he has yeah. that that decision. So regardless of who signing the checks, he has that decision. I mean, and I'm I sure there's and I'm sure there's certain guys and pe- um people that they can be like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, and I think he's one of those guys. Especially in NXT, so um, I don't know. Hey, it got it got us all on, on guessing, so let's see what happens. Yep. Um, on Raw, um, did you see? By the way, I was bringing up Brandy Orton. Did you see his video? I wanted to post it on our page, but it was mad funny. But he did no. a TikTok, and he's like, and it was like this song, like, do you want to catch these hands? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. And then it's it's an action figure of <laughs> of Drew McIntyre. And then Randy, giving he's giving it the, you know, RKO. And then he puts him on top. And then there's a small ass uh, title. And he puts it on his, on his shoulder. Randy is like, like I said, one of the MVPs of 2020. He is hilarious. Yeah, it's just so fun. It's 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 heartwarming to me. I don't want to be corny, but just to see the the evolution, no pun intended, of Randy Orton, just like who he is as a person. Yeah, um, past year, and right? This past year, like off outside of character, Wrestling. and he's a troll too. Into, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like just it's just like I love seeing it. Like he's having a good time. He. He's lighthearted, like people like messing with, like messing with him, and not, and it's showing also in in his work. Like, I think he's he's just doing a really, really good job. And the the thing is, like the past few years, a lot of the the criticism towards Randy was like, oh, he's he's stale. He does the same moves, which he does, but it's just you're gonna expect the same thing, very dull and this and that. Third, and I've always been a Randy fan. Like, I've just I preferred him at one point over John Cena. But that's another yeah. conversation for another day. But, Did you see the interaction with the young bucks? Yeah, I saw that on 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 Instagram. So I'm saying all of that, you know, is is good entertainment basically. But yeah. um, what was not good entertainment? What was not good was Rick Flick. <laughs> yeah, the handle was. Was it, was it not good? Because I'm not I'm saying, as big as Rick Flick. Not for him. Not for Rick Flick. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do you think of it? I mean, uh, we've seen it coming. Like, what was really the point of Ric Flair walking around with Randy Orton? Let's be honest. Like, this is not Evolution Days when he's walking back to the ring. It's not like, you know, he really needed Randy or anything like that. I mean, I mean, uh, Ric Flair. So, it adds to the character, right? Like, he's supposed to be sadistic, the legend killer. So, why are you walking around a legend and these people? <laughs> I hear you, but I, I was reading something, and it makes sense. Um, one thing is, like, you don't really trust Ric Flair. Right, it's it's he's always like conniving and is always up to something. 
I was reading somewhere like, why would Randy do this now to Rick? He could have done it after SummerSlam. So, so I, someone was saying essentially that maybe it's just to get Drew off his game and then they double cross him on SummerSlam and now that's kind of how Randy wins. So I can see that, you know, you don't trust Rick Flair, you can't trust Randy. Um, or maybe it's a situation where they work together and Randy still, you know, afterwards, you know, um, and there was, more, there was more into it. They were, they were discussing in regards to the camera angling and then all this stuff. It made a lot of sense. So I can see that be a situation where they're trying to get Drew off his game because, again, why all of a sudden now we're going to make, we're going to be sympathetic to Ric Flair. So. I also think that's a thing where Randy Orton stopped trusting Ric Flair because a lot of times Ric Flair would give him some pushback. Like, nah, I don't do that. Like, when, we, when, we, um, when Ric Flair gave his promise about protecting, who was it? I can't remember who it was. It was like, you, I'm going to let him put his head. And then when Randy went for the punt, he's like, nah, 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 you don't need to do it. That type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was yeah, like, so I, like, it was like, oh, you're not, as, you're not as tough as you used to be type of situation. Like, you're showing sympathy to these people and da 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 da. So, I can see it both ways. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that match, and I hope that he uh, he wins. But um, what else do we have? Well, talking about, you know, matches that you like, how you feel about this hair versus hair match between oh, Sonya Deville yeah. and... So we're just and, jumping and, around. Um, for SmackDown, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't like that it's a hair versus hair match. I'm just excited more so that we get to see more women. Like, I think we've said this numerous of times. It doesn't, you don't have to have a woman's match on a pay-per-view. It has to be a stipulation or a legend versus whatever. It can be just a feud between women. And, and right. this was a feud that was already, like, really popping off. And I'm excited. I just don't like the stipulation of it being hair versus hair. I, that, um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had a hair versus hair match in a very long time. Um, I, I know, but very, it's just like... It's very interesting yeah. for them. I feel like this is very yeah. interesting for them. It's SummerSlam. Yeah, we know you got to add something special to SummerSlam. I know, but I just like... I, I hate the gimmicks, where, especially when it comes to women. Like, oh, like... It's going to be like... We're going to talk about our hair and this and that and third. Like, I get that. that that's how it kind of started with, with Sonya cutting Mandy's hair. But I just think... I just think it's just two best friends or former best friends that are fed up with each other and this let's just have a fight. So, you know, I'm I'm not ready to see who's gonna get their hair cut because Sonya has really, really nice hair. Um, and I don't know how much shorter Manny's gonna go. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just like, wanna yeah. I just wanna yeah. see I just wanna see a match. Like this we're at again, women's evolution, women are it doesn't have to be hair versus hair, like, that's the ultimate goal. It could have been, like, you know, a, a, a brawl, a street fight, anything like that. Like, um, we we could we could see. But I'm excited. I mean, you tell me that there's more women that's going to be on the card on a pay-per-view, on a big pay-per-view at that? I'm for. We, um, what did you think of Dominic and, and Seth Rollins? Like, when he took all them those kendo shots. That was kind of crazy. It was very brutal to watch. Mm-hmm. It was also blatant. That was Hazing. initiation initiation on TV. Like, it was like nobody came out to help. Like, I was, my thing was, yo, Ray Mysterio has no friends that could come out and help his son while he's getting brutally beat down with yeah. two, with two kendo sticks. Yeah, like, that was, and, yeah, that was, that was a little, Where's the loyalty to the legend? That man man was bleeding. Like, those shots were... were, I've never seen Kendall shots like that, ever. Yeah, again, it was was hazing, and I made the point. (laughs) I was like, yo, if it was my fraternity, cops would have been out there to go. Like, like, they played this on TV and got away with it. Like, (laughs) how do you do this on TV? And it'd be okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Ray, Ray. Was it TV 14? I, I think, yeah, I was reading on Twitter that they, they've been doing TV for TV 14. So I don't know. 
Ray apparently signed his renewed his contract, so obviously he's gonna get involved some way somehow. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited for this match to be honest with you. I, I like seeing Dominic in the ring. He's pretty big for a luchador, and he does luchador stuff. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. He's been training for a while. He's been, he's been preparing for his 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 run for a bit. So yeah. this is his first match to be at SummerSlam. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but when you're the son of a of a legend, a, a future Hall of Famer, it's that's like that's that. I guess you got you get that that pledge. <laughs> I, you know? I guess it doesn't carry too much weight because you, you still got Hayes on TV, like. Man. <laughs> Damn, like I can only imagine the treatment afterwards, like to clean up everything, you know, in regards to his wound. Yeah. That must have been that must have been really, really uh Painful. brutal. Yeah. But speaking of women, um We wasn't speaking about women. <laughs> but we were previously before I, okay. I, I asked you in regards to that. Um we saw Bianca we saw Bianca and Zelina get their little shine and, and have a match. What'd you think of that? Uh, it was a decent, it was a very good match. And I, and I posed the question, like, how many jobs really know that Vega could go in the ring? Because it showed that these two had some kind of chemistry in the ring together and they both showed off their abilities. You know, Vega showed off her agility and Bianca showed her athleticism and strength. Um, it was a very good back and forth little bit match, I, I think, in my opinion. Um, I like that they didn't get the men involved too much. There was that ringside cheering on their counterparts in terms of, you know, who manages them and, you know, friends and stuff like that. I enjoy it. I would love to see Vega more in the ring, and I'd love to see what they're going to do with Bianca. I mean, I agree. You said it better than I could. And I I was hoping that match, it wasn't a situation where Bianca overpowered Zelina because then it would have been a, a squash match, right? Right. It wasn't. I mean, for the most part, she did dominate, but Zelina was able to show her craftiness and, like, you know how she's essentially a conniving type of character and, like, very, like, like, you know, manipulative, right? So, and that's what she showed in her in-ring ability. So I, I hope there's more opportunities. Again, it's not one and done. Um, mm-hmm. Because, again, this is a time to show that you can go and, and, and let me get these opportunities while you can. Like, it's kind of, I feel like it's an audition for a lot of these, not just women, but superstars in general. You know, you don't have to travel. Um, there's a lot of superstars that may be out because of COVID. Okay, so who's the next one to step up and show like, listen, you can count on me and I'm gonna, I'm gonna deliver. So I hope to right. see that there's more opportunities for those two. Definitely. What did you think about the Raw Underground? Since you want to bring it back to Raw. I just, I I don't, and I was reading this, that uh, this was Shane McMahon's idea, so this wasn't even Vince or anybody else's, but it was Shane McMahon's idea, and a lot of times, they really look to him for his ideas, like, they value his ideas, and I'm like, why, though? Because they said he, he came up with the best in the world thing, and that ran his course, like, that went really, that really boring, boring and, and just annoying. So I just, I'm not, again, I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about, but I don't know where this is supposed to go. Again, it just comes off like broth for all, like just, okay, so now you, you, you took away the women, the women dances, like you didn't want to objectify women, like, well, you know, like, give me, give me the, give me the consistency and, and let me, let me know the background of this. I mean, I, I guess. It was this segment was to show how strong Shayna was. So whoever, I get, I guess, comes out of the matches with Oscar, Sasha, and Bailey, she'll be the next one up. But I don't know. It just, it just seems out of place. It just doesn't seem. It, I don't know the point of it. Like I don't know who's supposed to really. Is there supposed to be stars that's supposed to come out of this? Like, what's the point? Um, I agree. Like, I, well, I've seen a lot of people like, oh, yeah, now it's underground. And then I'm like, for what? There's nothing that changed from the first week. Like, you had Shayna dominate three women. Yeah, that's cool. I love Shayna. But it didn't do anything for her in-ring. Like, on SmackDown, right. she lost the Battle Royal. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, it didn't do anything. Underground is not really elevating anybody. 
the Hurt Business was to take over. They didn't even show up this past week on, on the underground. I thought they was running stuff now for the, the Hurt Club. Exactly. The, like, like, was it, like you said, it was a consistency. They took the women out. For, why? Like, I thought it was supposed to be a club feel. So what, what's the next club feel? And then you have NXT superstars on the sideline again, and they're more visible. So it's like, I meant to say this the first time when we discussed this. I'm going to say it now. I feel like underground is like an insult to our intelligence. Like they're assaulting our intelligence of what we think right. is on our TV. Because you try to make it seem like a shoot fight where it's only lasting like 15 seconds and it's like monstrous people versus small people. Like we supposed to believe this is real? Like I don't like I don't understand what they want us to take from this. And then what so is like, the go ahead. So I that's what I'm saying it just felt like they're insulting our intelligence with this, like yeah. And then one of the, going back to Shayna and they had the three on one, one of the apparently women that, that went against her is an MMA fighter. And they would they, she was told not to use any moves against her. So like these, you, like you said, these are known superstars, wrestlers that can probably go toe to toe with who they're facing and you're making, and I get it. Like ultimately you got to make certain people look big and, and strong. But like you said, nothing came about it because Shayna was made to look like a beast, like a monster, like she, she's just a badass, but come SmackDown, she was really an afterthought in, in the Battle royal. So again, if you're gonna like if you're gonna give us this raw underground, it has to be more of a background story to this. It's just not like, oh, let's throw it in there and we're gonna accept that. Especially how can we how can like you said, it, it just squash matches. How can I be like, yo, this is dope, but everything happens in, in, in a couple of minutes. And then that was it. So, like I said, this is just another idea that I think is not going to last long. And it's going to be a situation like WWE does where it's just gone. That's it. Like, we don't hear nothing of it, no mention of it. It's just it gone. It disappeared. So, I they had a better chance. Of, time. They had a better chance of putting this on YouTube. <laughs> like, you're making this a series on YouTube for 15 minutes. Exactly. Like, and yeah, and that could have been to, a background story in, on YouTube, and then like, like again, like whoever you have comes time to out edit of it, it, better shots on the, on the camera, and yeah, and make it, and then and then it raw underground because it, it comes off as like, like violent, gritty street fight. So now you that whole TV for fourteen thing comes into play. Like really make not, I don't want to say violent, like there's bloodshed all the time and eyes popped out or whatever, but make it like it like it's a brawl. Brawl for all, like you know. So I don't know. It's gonna be one of those things that just disappears, honestly. Yeah, it is. It is. Like I don't know if it's supposed to be a club. They got the seven footer that used to be a ninja. Now he's a bodyguard. Like we don't know the difference. Like you know what I'm saying? Like how many tall people do you have on your roster? One. You got one giant on your roster right now outside of Paul Wright. <laughs> and you use him as a ninja, and now you got him as a bodyguard. I don't know. Not but that far apart either. But speaking of um, YouTube and putting things on YouTube, um, we have AEW. Let's switch it up a little bit. What did you oh, think of all the over the list? <laughs> what did you think of AEW and and, and the Orange Cassidy, that Orange Cassidy and Jericho? Like, what did you think of all of that? Oh, the Orange Cassidy Jericho thing. I heard that Cassidy put up the win. Uh, I think is very good because you know Chris Jericho always talks about like you know, how he wants to put over new people and, you know, he want to be refreshing and new. It's not always about the old people, even though he's the first champion. Um, I mean, I guess he passed it on to Moxley. But I think this is very good. You know, Orange Cassidy giving this, getting this time of shine. Um, he's very charismatic. <laughs> very. The irony is he's very charismatic, but... He's very, very charismatic. Um, he's but a, I think this is a good star. move, like, it's good to yeah. push other people in ahead, you know, unlike other promotions where it's like, all right, we're going to stick to our stars and that's it. Like, I'll give that to AEW to give people different chances, even though it's not always what we like. But it was, they try to put different people in front of us, even though that's not even signed. So I give them that. I, when you say that, I just feel like AEW, yes, they will do that, but they don't stick to it. So, for example, we saw, I was very annoyed that Scorpio Sky didn't win against Cody Rhodes in the TNT title. Actually, what did you think of the title? I like the new title. I really yeah, do. It's really dope. It's really dope. It's really, 
gold adds a lot to it. <laughs> they have a lot of nice titles. The only one that I'm not feeling is the women's title. But women's besides titles. that, because um, <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place. But if a example, Scorpio Sky versus Cody Rhodes again, this is what I've I've been saying. Like you, this is the same promotion that says we're gonna do things different. This is gonna be diverse. It's gonna be this, that, and the third. That was a perfect opportunity for Scorpio Sky to win. No, not really, not yet. Why not? Uh, I want to. So when 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 is the when when is the the black wrestlers in AEW really get their shine? Tell me. No, no, trust me. I would love Scorpio Sky to win. I mean, he's the first AEW tag team champion. I would love. He just touched his. He has been tag team for a while, and he just touched his competitorship. Right. He's been doing mainly on AEW Dark building up his character again so the uh, audience can be referred to him again as a single competitor. I can see him, because he still is not, he's not out of the picture the way they're writing it, in my opinion, on Twitter, because he still has his eye on the gold. I feel like if they're going to make the title change, one, give him, the, give him the stage that he needs, and two, make it make sense. Like, right now, he's just, like, right now, Cody's all over the place. I would rather... Scorpio and Cody to have an actual program where they just stop this random people coming at each other. He's like, nah, you just can't beat me. And then Scorpio eventually defeats him for the title. Yeah, but it just seems like it just seems like that's the 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 objective of the TNT title championship is random people. It's open challenge. So every every week someone's gonna challenge Cody for the title. There hasn't been an actual feud. I guess with Brody Lee, um, it seems like, you know quote-unquote, a feud. Um, and then they're doing the That's, whole I got your title thing, which um, which someone mentioned WWE already did that with the U.S. title. So, you know, but... Yeah, I just want to see... I want to see Scorpio Sky build up to that. Now, honestly, I would rather see Scorpio Sky winning the AEW title. Yeah, but now I feel like that's... I feel like right... I don't... I feel like in wrestling in general, I feel like if you, you, you jump your attack team mid card star, then I'm gonna go for the heavyweight title. The so I wouldn't I exactly I wouldn't want I would rather I would have been more on top uh forward for him winning the TNT championship. But that's yeah. just me. Uh, I mean that's gonna happen. I that's gonna happen. I don't think it was the right thing to do this past week because that was the first time he was on AEW as a singles competitor in, in how long he's been on AEW Dark. We don't know who really watches that. So I feel I like mean, it's I a just, nice it's a, a nice starting part. I just think a lot of people were annoyed because, again, like I mentioned, it's just like, you know, you know, this is a person of color. We want to see more diversity with AEW and not just on AEW Dark or Women's Tournament, but on the actual show. And, it, you know, this is what they were afraid of, right? Like if, if the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Adam, Adam Page and Cody Rhodes, these type of guys were constantly too much in the spotlight. And what would, what, you know, this was what everything, what they were afraid of. So they try to, you know what I mean? So I know right. they still have to find a balance in the sense of who they want to really push and this and that and a third. But going, but going back to Jericho and Orange Cassidy, that's one person that they've really, like, there's been hype around, freshly squeezed, and they've, they've kept at it. So I like, I, I like what they're doing with him. And hopefully, you know, he, He's someone that can go for the TNT championship. Like, right. I, I I don't know what they what what what's, what's the end their, goal with him. <laughs> not not the end goal with him, but just their title, right? Because is this supposed to be just a title that like a TV title that you challenge every week, or is it your mid card title? Because I think they need to oh, yeah. solidify that. Because then if yeah. because like I said, if you want to make Orange Cassidy or or Scorpio Sky like you know champions, um. Is it just I'm gonna face you every a different challenger every week, or are they gonna be fused behind it? Because that's what makes it winds up making a title prestigious, right? Just the different yeah. feuds and classic matches behind it, not just random ass matches. I think it's a chance to fully read what Cody said, but Cody said this is definitely not a mid card title. Mm. He doesn't like the idea of mid card titles. So um, maybe but not that's everyone what I'm saying, like, can be heavyweight, but that yeah, but that's what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying. Like this could be where the feud starts. Like we said, we can't we can't just be random people every week. Eventually it has to be a feud. And this is where I'm saying like this could be a good start for Scorpio Sky. Or even if it started off with Brody and then Scorpio Sky goes back into it 
in terms of whoever. But I feel like Scorpius guy should solidify himself as a singles competitor first before he's actually winning the title. I agree. That's not a, that's not a bad take on it. I just again I want to see diversity. again more diversity. Again, I'm gonna keep driving this point home. AEW said they want to be different. They want to do this, that, and the third. And yes, there's ways they they have been different, especially with their tag team division. They've really um, did a good job with that and who they signed. But there's so many things that they need to do, including the women's division, right? Because it's like, again, Sheeta had a match. I forget who she had against. It was a two-minute match. Um, right. It's just like, some, you can't, like, that whole show is male-dominated. It really is. It really is. Well, it's, it's, it's frustrating. How many women did we say they have on the, on the roster? You said about, like, 20 or so. Yeah, somebody made a point on Twitter, and I wanted to see what your thoughts on it is. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I agree, and I'm not saying I don't disagree. I can see where that person's coming from. Mm-hmm. When AEW first started and they was giving women matches, mm-hmm. a lot of fans were complaining that the women were too green. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they need – I always say this. Yes, they have 20 wrestlers on their – 20 women wrestlers on their roster, but who could really captivate their audience? You see what they're doing big so little swole. That just was very good. I want to see them capitalize on that. I like what they're doing with the um, LAX, LAX group. I want to see how they capitalize on that. I would like them like after this tournament is done, and you see like because when I'm watching this tournament, right? When you're realizing who's has chemistry, who knows what they're doing in the ring, I would like them to see them sign some of those girls that are not signed, and then see how they transition it into Dynamite after this is all said and done. Even if they do the finals on AEW Dynamite, give them time to do what they need to do. Which they are. They're doing the. I I think um, the finals is coming up this Saturday, but um, okay. So people complaining that a lot of the women were green. Cool. Now again, in what two months it's gonna make it a year that this promotion has been around. What are you doing to? Yeah. Okay. They'll be on AEW Dark. Not all of the women, but what are you doing so like the women aren't green? And what and not even the fact that they're green, I don't know a lot of these women wrestlers. Let's let's be honest. Unless you were really watching like indie wrestling or New Japan or whatever and you're familiar with all of that, then you'll you know who what these women are about. But right. for the average person who's an average wrestling fan that doesn't know, you're not doing anything. You're I don't know these you don't even they don't even do things where like you know how sometimes WWE will, when they introduce someone, they kind of do like a profile profile thing exactly before a commercial break or something just to introduce us to someone. They're not even doing that. So how right. what, there there has to be something where you can't have a two hour show and you have two minute women a two minute women's match. That's 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 not cool. It's not cool. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the the tournament. I, I didn't care for the second day like I did for the first one. I still watch, and I'm going to continue to watch because if I can't keep I can't keep talking about, oh, well, do this with the women and not promote it. Um, right. I'm excited. I believe the finals or something is going to take place this upcoming Saturday. So I think whatever I think happens this week and then Saturday on Dynamite. So I'm excited for that. What? So I actually started uh, my diet. So does this have something to do with the show, uh, our podcast? Yes. Yeah, so now I thought about it. Like this whole weekend, when we have like a weekend full of great wrestling, and I can indulge in my wings and beer. This is a tragedy. But yes, you 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 don't you you can indulge, but you don't have to have two three beers. You don't have to have. 10 not to say you eat 10 wings but you don't have to have like for example i made lasagna this past weekend and when i tell you i had a big piece i had a big piece but i ate and i worked out plus the plus the lasagna had like different vegetables like peppers mushrooms zucchini and i do eat 10 wings and you tell me you have one (laughs) beer for one show (laughs) like if i have to have if i have to have one one glass of wine you can you can sacrifice more than one beer. You try you you'll thank yourself later when you be like, oh, 
this is why people don't overdo it. How about plus and then I had this past Friday I went out, I had freaking we me and my friend shared a picture of of sangria and then I had a shot and I'm like, why did I do like I just like I can't and then we, I ate after because I told you to do the instrument well, fasting. I can't wine is good for you, not lick anyway. Um I can't I can't eat and drink like that anymore. Anyway, but we're going too far off topic. Um Again, they just got to do something with their women's division. I like that there are certain stars that are they're they're focusing on the tag team di- division. Is cool. I, I'm I'm waiting for the Young Bucks and FTR to really come to blows and really give us like some classic matches. But it's, it's all Kenny Omega and uh, it's this Kenny Omega and uh Adam Page. Adam Page situation too is kind of heating up, no? Yeah, I mean, after the, after they won, I, I had to rewind it because I'm like, was Adam like pissed off that he that that Kenny got the pin? But they have that they have a move, a finisher together. So yeah. it was kind of like he did his finisher and then he just waited for um Kenny to do it. So I I don't know. I was I was confused by that, but it's interesting. So yeah, that's enough AEW talk, right? I guess for now. Uh, what do you think about this whole Alexa Fiend and Braun situation? I'm pissed off. I don't like what I envisioned it was supposed to be. Yeah, well, who would have thought I'd tell you I'm invested into an Alexa Bliss uh, <laughs> segment? But 2020 is very different, right? Right. Um, I, I think it's because I'm just on this whole women empowerment thing, right? She and she's one of the superstars that that frustrated me in the sense of she just got a push out of nowhere and they kept pushing her, right? But she's right. it's been what it's been a, a a couple of years or so since she's really been in the spotlight. So I, you know, it, it's, it's it should be a rotation exactly, right? So in this situation, I'm pissed because you may what I warned like like us against like. This was gonna be about Braun and the theme, it's as opposed to her character development. Braun specifically said on SmackDown this past Friday, everyone that comes close, I'm paraphrasing, or come in contact with the theme, they change, they change, even you. Right? And he was saying how she used him, this and that and the third. And they first of all, they made this feud about their friendship when they they really didn't have a friendship. It was it was more so flirting. because of the mix, like random flirting, but it was around the mixed uh, match challenge, match challenge yeah. that they wound up teaming um, in. So there wasn't really anything after that. They had segments or a tag team outside of that, right? So I don't like that they used that one. Two, again, she she's, now she's just a part of their storyline as opposed to, you know what? She got a con, 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 came in contact with the Fiend this is for her to like to turn on Nikki, especially when I don't know if you saw of it on this past yeah. last week. When she Nikki tried to did apologize, a, yeah. right? And then she they had a little segment on SmackDown. So this was this could be another match, right, at SummerSlam that against Nikki and Bliss had they they played it out, but they're not playing that out. They're having Bliss be being a pawn in 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 the Fiend and Braun's feud. And it looks right. like Braun is the one that's turning heel, and 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 Bray Why is the would one you that's. Do that? Why I don't know, but, do that? <laughs> but did you see like Braun picked yeah, up Bliss, yeah, yeah. and 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 then, and then the dropped the or or right? Well, he didn't really make the scene because he, he she was dropped. We didn't see it, but she was dropped. But he left, and now he's laughing all sadistically and whatever. So I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know, but I'm just I I. I'm disappointed with what they, they did with Bliss and disappointed with with that. Yeah. They they done all the wrong things with Fiend. That's how I feel. All the wrong things. Like you could have had this guy be the next Undertaker. You could have had this guy be a a phenomenon that only pops up here and there like they did with the, the demon with, with Finn. You could have had all these possibilities with this guy to put him over. And again, you dropped the ball. I mean, I think he's still, I think he's still over. I don't think, and I'm surprised that it's lasted this long because I knew people were going to kind of get tired of the, the whole fiend thing and they, WWE was going to drop the ball, but 
people aren't really tired of the fiend, but WWE is they dropping the so ball. much bigger. Like <laughs> I feel like with Braun, they oh, like not Braun with Bray, they always let him rock for a bit, and then they find a way to mess it up. Yeah, yeah, because when he was the eater of the world type thing, what you know, he had the whole world, he, he, eating, he, like, he had yeah, the whole he world was, literally he, in his hand, and they dropped, and they dropped, <laughs> and they dropped, and they dropped the ball. So they had a lead for Randy, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah, disappointed. I'm disappointed with it, with they, how they're going about this feud, and I it, it had potential because there's there's history, you know. Right. I love story. I love feuds that have a history. And it's not great. just random. Yeah, but he, I just don't like. He fought on Bray. Then he, he fought, you know, Woods Bray, which brought out feet. Like it had a nice little little rolling to it to actually give bronze. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, and I just like I said, I don't like what they did in in regards to Bliss and they're making her look like, oh Bray, like you the know, like Dan Danzel in distress. Like, I, come on, like I I hate that shit. So yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling that seg that segment. But um, what happened with Keith Lee? I, I seen that he got hit with a fireball. Yeah, um, you know, again, like just briefly with NXT, I just I I don't know. Outside of EO, Tegan, Shotzi, and Dakota and Keith Lee, I'm just very blase about it. But I think that um it was cool to see what's his dude? What's his name? Cross? I I I don't know. Harry and Cross. Yeah. Um he, I guess that they have they have a match coming up at Takeover, and he, I guess, pushed the contract, and the fireball <laughs> blew up in Key's face. So that he did magic. Cool. <laughs> I don't. It goes through the, his 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 him and Scarlett's character. Um, mm. so that was kind of cool. But I'm again in in to, in general, I'm I haven't been too on NXT. Um, and I'm would I want your thoughts in regards to. Velveteen Dream coming back. To be honest with you, I'm not very for it. I'm actually our intro. If you notice, we have a segment with the Dreams uh, skit. I'm going to edit that out mm -hmm. this week. Like I'm just not a fan of it at all. Um, that's how even though, like I'm being honest, like that's I'm not I'm not with it at all. Uh, his accusers are not feeling it. Like they're saying, like you know, what's the point of me saying something if you're going to put him back in the title picture? And he comes back from an accident or whatever that was without no repercussion. Uh, even people backstage are not happy away doing it. You know what I'm saying at WWE, that's not happy about how this is being handled. And I'll say this: I said this on Twitter when somebody mentioned, you know, AEW. Say what you want about AEW, but when things come on their on their front steps, they deal with it. Yeah, WWE fired a couple of people that they were not using already, but when it came to their major stars, they kind of like coddled. Like, I'm not, like, with the whole thing with, we've talked about this, the whole thing with Matt Riddle, we understood because it's pending investigations. Apparently, it's a stalker situation. I, I didn't say I understood, but go ahead. But I'm just saying, like, I get what, what's happening there. They're trying to, whatever. But in this case, but you that's just essentially the same. But that's essentially the same thing, then. What? But essentially, you're saying, if, with, what you're saying with Matt Riddle, there's a situation where you understand because, I'm not saying I it's a pending. Like, no, 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 no. But you said there's a pending and the in investigation, and there's, there's a a stalker involved. I don't know how true that is, and he, he, he or what he could be saying. But essentially, it's the same thing with Dream. Like we, everything's pending if, until it comes to come to light. With so Dream, you're, the, no, no. With Dream, though, there's actual multiple accusers with the same. I mean, story but there is there's accusers. The, there's there's accusers for, for Matt. There's there's not there's, there's only not one a, accuser, no. I, that, I saw for, a couple. I think there was a couple of situations where I've where seen, I, the what I've seen was a situation where he again was dating somebody, and then when he didn't like again, this is all speculation. Is right. when he didn't want to leave his wife. Is when she started contacting his wife, and then she a wife brought it to the police station as well, Matt Riddle. That's what I'm saying. It felt like it was a, like a, they're saying it was a stalker situation where there's paper trail for that. Right. Dream, Dream has multiple accusations from different people with receipts of right. what he said and right. pictures sent. That's that's right. what I'm saying. There's a difference of the, the, the between the two. 
Right. And when you have that much things against Dream, and then you put him back in the title picture, it doesn't say a lot. Like we've yeah, seen, I mean, <laughs> like again, bringing with the whole people bringing comparison to AW, we're gonna get to it. Jim Havoc, Jimmy Havoc has been released <laughs> for his but 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 he didn't. They didn't release him right away. One, they two, and, they, and, state, they, and they couldn't because there's a state law when somebody's in rehab. I guess they had already put him in rehab before this came out. When okay. somebody's in the facility, they can't fire that person while they're okay. going through the rehab situation because that was brought okay. up as well. All right, so, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Shout out. So then, shout out to AEW for that because I was like, oh, that took a while, but now that you pointed that out, that makes sense, and I hear you. In regards to Dream, I just, but this is why accusers, you know. And people don't who, want to come who out. don't want to come out because if your word is not going to be taken or there's not going to be any re- uh, repercussions, it's like, what's the point? You know, and again, this is a, it's, it's a classic situation. And, then, and, it, and it seems like it's been a history with WWE. Like, we have a lot of people that do a lot of things and they get rewarded. So right. I'm not excited to see Dream. I like, that for me that's done with you know and it's really unfortunate that that they Toronto. didn't do any anything with that it does and it just get, it just it that's the example that you said like it it is okay to be a pedophile and 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 a, a creep and all this other stuff but yeah you're still gonna get a a, a job and you're still gonna get you know opportunities and, and be on TV. Like, it, never mind working like hard. This. Never mind working hard and doing the right thing and earning your stripes. No, I can be, I can be a whole ass creep, but my job is still secure. It's just kind of just how how the country and the world is, right? Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like this is not the first time we've heard this in this uh, in this company. Like we heard about Pat Patterson. We've heard about uh, uh, Tyler Smula. Mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry Lawler, like Jerry Lawler, Jimmy whether Stutter. whether whether it's that, whether it's racism, it just it, everything in this company. If you're making money okay for us, be, if you if you're making money yeah. for us, we we can look the other way. It's 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 okay to be a fuck boy, and and, and do fucked up shit. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not too yeah I'm not very happy about that at all. Yeah, um, but. If you want us to jump over back to SmackDown, Joseph Park, aka Bits, appeared on SmackDown with AJ Styles as his statistician. Yeah, he made an and error and wrote Jeff Hardy's name in, in permanent marker. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of, uh, uh, of that coming to SummerSlam? That's what it seems like. That is, you know, well, not, SummerSlam is this is happening at SummerSlam, right? Right, it's happening at SummerSlam. Okay. So they're saying, um, I think it's very interesting, especially with these three, because they all have history over at, at TNA. So actually, yeah. you know, before you continue, and then I know we missed, I missed that for Impact. Shout out to Impact. Um, I wanted, I want to try to I keep mentioning this, get into it again, because they're you really utilizing their women. I think this past week they had like four different se- women segments, unlike other promotions. Okay, go back to the other segment. All right. But yeah, those three have history, and it was like it's just interesting to see all of them three in the same facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it seems like they're gonna go AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy at SummerSlam, and I think that's gonna be a, a pretty dope match. Mm-hmm. We know how AJ gets down, we know how Jeff gets down. I'm glad they moved Jeff away from that whole Sheamus situation, mm-hmm. and AJ actually has a formal opponent at SummerSlam. Yeah, it just seems like when AJ is on SmackDown, it's just. Um... It, it it's just is this level of comfort there? Like I don't know. And even though like again, they're all at PC and it's essentially the same thing, just everything running into each other. It just see it just there's a fluidity with AJ being on SmackDown. Like that's just when you you become accustomed with certain stars for a specific brand. AJ is that for SmackDown. So I'm actually very excited too for to see that match i i'm expecting a lot and i'm hoping they deliver so speaking of smackdown what do you think about oscar winning the battle Royale? i know there was a lot of backlash in regards to oscar now winning and then facing sasha and bailey at uh summer i like it a lot actually 
Um, I didn't see that coming. Like we last week, remember we were just try, kind of like naming different, different people that could potentially face Bailey. I didn't see that one coming. Um, I like it because ultimately Oscar is been, has been in a storyline with both Sasha and Bailey, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you have to see you have to see your way through both of them. So. I like it. I really do. I, I I don't, you know, Sasha and Bailey have been on a roll. Asuka has been on a roll. Like when you look at your three top women of the division this year has been those three. So all of this is well-deserved. I'm for, I, I, I have no complaints. I know I might be biased in regards to it, but it's the truth. And yeah, I just I I Oscar's coming home with one of these titles, and I think it's gonna be the Raw title, because you know, as Sasha Banks fans, we can never have anything good. Um, and I was saying, like, I was doing the math. It, it's coming up to twenty-seven days for Smack, uh, SummerSlam. So I was like, ah, that is her longest, her longest reign. So, but I, I I you already see the cracks coming, right? Because after Oscar won. What happened? They were backstage. Bailey said, "Well, yeah, you know, because I didn't have anything important to fight for on Monday." And then, and then Sasha looked at her like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that's when Oscar attacked. So that's the the cracks. I'm hoping is is starting to happen. Sasha probably dropped the raw title. Bailey will somehow still win this to um um retain her title, and then they gotta fate they gotta defend their tag team titles at payback which is a week later so this would tell this me stupid whatever this would tell me that this is where everything starts to kind of happen so i don't like oscar winning really i don't, know I don't. okay to me, why to me like you said those three been carrying the division this would have been a perfect time to put somebody in the fold to take some of that steam with them as well. You had options to make, like, basically give Oscar a new ally since, you know, Kyrie had left and wasn't able to take some of that staying with her during this, you know what I'm saying? It's like okay. this would have been a nice rub for somebody to take from these three women, right? To align herself with Oscar, like, no, nah, I'm not gonna let you fight both of them by yourself anymore. Win the battle royal, maybe a Bianca. Give, like okay. battle royals are usually somebody where that's not supposed to win, come out and win. You know what I'm saying? This okay. is your chance. All you gotta do is put somebody over the top. Okay. This would have also set up for the tag team match for payback. You know what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with it? Like who's gonna no, go? Yes, who's gonna and, challenge yes them? and no. Who's gonna challenge them now at, at, at payback? It's when it's a week later. Who are we gonna build up in a matter of two weeks for them to face and back to back payback? You know what I'm saying? Like. This would have been a nice flow for them. Well, Oscar versus versus uh, Oscar versus Sasha for the Raw, and then whoever versus uh, Bailey for the SmackDown, and then those two win or lose, team up to go face them again at Payback a week later. Now you don't have to rush anything. Well, you see why I think that that your argument is flawed in that sense because Oscar, okay, Oscar was teaming up with Kyrie, cool, but that's that's done with. So why does Oscar need an ally in this sense? She clearly has shown that she can beat. One. But she's clearly has shown that she can beat Sasha and Bailey even when it's two against one. One. Because Kyrie was also involved. Had Kyrie not got beaten up by Bailey, she had that match won. And Sasha would not be the champion right now. So in that sense, she. Oscar, we saw there's a, a change in her attitude. Now she's not silly. Now she's not playing games. She's she she's ready to get retribution from from Sasha and Bailey. So that's one. Two, we've seen that Liv and and Ruby have been been be, getting built up for the longest on Smack on Raw in regards as a tag team. Everyone keeps they saying that that's this. They, they lost in two minutes at the Battle Royale. As single competitors, not as a tag team. 
We're talking about attacking. But that has nothing to help you in the battle royal. That has nothing to do. But you know they weren't gonna face uh, Bailey at, at some of the They're building them as attacks. That has nothing to. That has nothing to do. That doesn't has nothing to do with anything. Anything you know that you know you know with tag teams they they a lot of times in battle royals they turn on each other. Did they last it, it was it, it wasn't like it was a pay per view. It was a short. It wasn't that long of a segment. One, two. You you're talking about. I would have loved to see Bianca face Bailey too. But you got to think about it. Bianca is just it, it, is in the middle of a feud with Zelina and and and, and the Street Profits. She's in, she's entwined into that. Bianca would have had her match. SummerSlam is next Sunday, so you're gonna put Bianca in a match against Bailey ultimately lose and then that's it no Bianca deserves a build-up and a few so if you if that was going to be the match I would not have been happy because it is the same thing that happened last year when Bailey faced Ember Moon it had they had a match and that was it counter where was EO EO could have been the person she has history them too as well but EO's facing EO is why do you why does Boston need a, a a counterpart. She an ally. Eo Eo has people. her. Ha, but Eo's already built. She has her own match going on at Takeovers. That, that she could have double nights. But why? You then the defeat what you just say. But that defeat what you're saying in regards to building building up more people. Eo's already established. She's a, the NXT Women's on Champion. NXT. They it. But she doesn't have to. She's not a superstar on on Raw and SmackDown. She Oscar doesn't need. Asta doesn't need that. You you're bringing up you're bringing up you're bringing up scenarios that doesn't make sense in regards to in regards to well Asta like who was Shayna was supposed to be on Asta's side, Naomi like Asta's Naomi Asta is about she's serious like really serious right now after what they did to Kyrie and after Sasha essentially stole that title from her. She wants retribution, and she's going to handle those two like she's been handling them. It, it, it's played out perfectly. Sidebar, I don't like what they're doing with Naomi. They dropped the ball again. As always, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. And like I said, just to wrap up, like put a bow on it, all those women that were involved in the, in the Battle Royal needs to be placed in feuds. So that's how you don't put, you don't put them in one-off matches and then that, and then they lose. But Smack SummerSlam is SummerSlam is this Sunday. It would have been a one-off match. It wasn't. It didn't, especially ha- it it didn't you, have to be a one-off. But it would have because you know the ultimate goal is Sasha and Bailey. So why you're gonna so you're gonna put Bianca or Shayna or whoever in a match, and then what happened? It would have been a one-off match. You the ultimate goal is Sasha and Bailey. So anyone that would have won outside of Oscar. Would have been it would have been a waste of time, and then we would have really been pissed because this person is not getting the really getting the opportunity they, they deserve. They deserve more opportunities. All right, over. I they they deserve more opportunities, but you're not you're making not a valid them. point. You're not making a valid Listen, point. I am making valid points. You're not. AW released Jimmy Havoc, Bea Priestley, and Sandy Gibbs. Bea Priestley and Sandy Gibbs were released because they of the United States situation, you know, traveling overseas, all that during this pandemic is an issue. And Jimmy Havoc was released because of the situation he had, you know, we spoke about earlier. Also what happened is that the performance center classes restarted because the coaches were not happy with that the students were home and still getting paid. What do you know about that? I, I mean, I understand. I get it. One, two, like, you know, these, the, a lot of these NXT superstars also are just in the ring, not really um, honing in on their skills and, and growing, right? At this particular point, you know, PC and whatever is being used literally as their studio to record the shows, minus NXT, because I think that they went back to full sale. Um, I, 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 I get it. I understand. And then going with, with, the other news that apparently WWE has signed a contract with Amway, um, sense what is Amway Center, right? Yeah. Or Arena. Arena. That they will be holding their now they will be holding their shows there. 
until further notice. So October what day? 30th. So October 30th. 30th. So now that leaves Pete. Now that gives Pete, you know, the performing center to act what it's supposed to do and help. No, they already have another facility. They already started back in, they already started lightly July 31st, but it wasn't mandatory for everybody to come back. They have another warehouse. But you're saying, they had, they had, they had another facility for them to train July 31st, but not everybody was required to come back. You could choose if you wanted to come back or not. Kind of like how they build audience, right? But that's so, what I'm saying. You're saying you're saying lightly in the sense they had another warehouse where they were, but the whole point of the facility being built uh, originally was so you have more access to 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 rings and this and that and the third and equipment. No, they had. I think they said they had the same equipment. Like there's like a new building for them. But you're saying it's a warehouse. The whole again, the whole point of the multi-million dollar performing center is to really have access. That's for them. Is my point. I'm trying to get at. That was the point of the performing center. The performance well, yeah. center. But you can't. You obviously don't really have access like you really can because they're airing. They're taping multiple segments of Raw, SmackDown, or whatever, and and pay-per-views there. So you you can't utilize it. Like you really like it's supposed to be utilized is the point I was trying to make. I I get that, but they again like they, the way I was read was they still have the same access. I think the the issue was is that those people that decided not to go to class and not be in the audience is what rubbed people the wrong way. So what do you think? You made paid. a you made you made a face in regards uh, to the Amway. I think it's no, the Amway the the Amway Center the Amway Arena thing is kind of like. I get it. It's dope. You have you're gonna have the screens just like they do with the NBA and the MLB. You can have screens. Which for is the, something that it was just something that you mentioned. Right. Um, so I'm 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 cool with that. First of all, they're trying to have people. And it's called Amway. It's called it's called Amway. Amway Center. All right. So like I think it's dope with the screens. The whole thing where you know you're upset with students because they don't want to put their health in danger. Look what they did. Like same thing with Roman, right? He didn't want to put his situation in danger. I get it. You're there to learn. But like it's a pandemic. Like if somebody's not comfortable, you don't know what's going on at their house. You don't know right. what's going on with their personal health. They right. might, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a pandemic. How are you gonna get mad at somebody that want to risk their lives right now? Like, no, yeah, I feel, I feel you. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was just want. I was just want to get paid them half or whatever. But like it's a pandemic. You already yeah. you laid off people so you can so you can be able to afford this situation with the students or whatever. So how you get mad now? I was just more, I didn't realize I, when you put it that way, I was more in the sense of like, I, you know, I, I, I guess I get it. Now that I was tying it more into the fact that since now the superstars are going to perform at the Amway Center, All right. now you have this, now you have this opportunity oh, to get free. back to work. Yeah, that's what I was more so on, on board with. But you're right. If, if you don't know anyone's health conditions, or situations at home and and they're just simply not comfortable, especially when you just decided to um, get on top of proper testing. Um, right. It's it's still it's still nerve wracking in that sense. So I get that. But especially besides that, especially, especially in Florida, the hot spot. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, I'm very excited for them to go to the Amway Center and how they're gonna do in regards to inter have the fans be interactive there. Um, it'd be nice yeah. to see them in a larger setting, um, and I, and I'm sure the NXT superstars are kind of just tired of being fan. Like, not that you're tired of being a fan, because you're always going to be a fan, especially if your passion is wrestling. But literally being standing, you know, multiple hours because they're recording, you know, multiple shows right. per day. So I think I think it's a good move for WWE, and um, I'm excited to see how that's going to look. Um, and then apparently they're going to go back to recording. My only issue with that is that they're going to go back to recording live. live maybe, yeah. maybe they're going live broadcasting. By the way, AW is recording. They're all, all the episodes are taped. So yeah, even though it just it says live in the corner, I don't know why it says live in the corner. It's not live. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm really excited to see just how everything plays out. And then we know that SummerSlam is not going to happen at DC. So yeah. Interesting. And they mentioned it too this past week on SmackDown. Yeah, like, so you know rumors been circulating. Yeah. So you know, so if they're saying it on, on TV, then you know it's definitely about to happen. Yeah, about to happen somewhere. They should look into maybe doing it in, in a stadium. 
No? Mm, nah. Because you got to put TVs up on the side. So there's no need to set Isn't that That's where AEW performs in the stadium, no? The, the, the training facility for the Jaguars. Uh, oh, I thought all the time they were performing at the actual um, um It's right, it's right next to it. It was right next to it. So that's why you can see it from the field. But when they did their last pay-per-view, they did it from... You know that stadium, the match they had? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, I'm just... stadium. Yeah, so, I don't know. We're just throwing out ideas. <laughs> uh, anything else? I think that's all for us. All righty. So thank you again for listening and watching to the Mixed Tag Show with... Jenna and... And Lou. Um, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, on your favorite podcast platforms such as iTunes, well, Apple, Google, Spotify, you know, whatever. And um, we have coming up this week also to preview, like, we're gonna, I guess, our predictions for for Takeover and SummerSlam, and then yep. we'll come with the and we'll come with our results show too. So again, just giving you mad content, mad mad content for you guys, and you got some more you things know. coming your way. So make sure you follow us at the Mixed Tag Show on Instagram and Twitter or on our personal at Miss Jenna Baby D A Y B E E or at Blue Magic Grind, spell how it sound. When on that note, peace. <laughs>